0: It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson, presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: One-on-one, and thank you guys for joining and staying, uh, staying with us on a, a Wednesday morning. Beautiful day, great weather. Everybody showed out yesterday, got a little sun, got some fresh air in their lungs, good stuff. We'll do the same today and uh, carry us through. I want to thank the folks from Beatrice Bakery uh, for making this hour of sports radio happen. Uh, You guys know the deal today, uh, 999-4620. Start our text line. You can text in questions for our guests. Uh, You can call in the Honda Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. If you want to communicate that way, the video stream is up. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, those chat rooms are open. So if you have comments, questions, have at it, have at it. Our guest will gladly answer. And I, I've got a lot of questions to ask, um, cause there's lots going on. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find the right words for, for, for how I felt Sunday. Cause people start, my phone start ringing and it's like, well, man, that was a great article. That's a great piece. I'm like what are you talking about? And they said no, Lincoln Journal Star. I was like, well, I just talked to Kent. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 I'm pretty sure he didn't know it was being run. So I'm like, Kent, what? Yeah. He goes, I didn't know either. <laughs> Let's bring in Kent Wogaman, Lincoln Journal Star. First of all, thank you for what you did. That is spectacular. Well, thank you. It's uh, great. Okay, how do I want to put
0: this? Sometimes when you're writing stories, it's like, certainly not, doesn't come easily. Let's put it that way. Fair. This one, my only issue was, what do I have to cut out? You, sir, are um, a great interview, and we had great stuff to talk about, and- that that makes my job easy, and I hoped in there to get some sense of what you're doing out here because I think it's pretty, uh, pretty special, you know, and definitely I don't know of any place else that's doing this kind of stuff anywhere, much less Lincoln.
1: I, there's so much to unwrap in it because our conversations were kind of all over the place. You think? <laughs> we were all over the place in what we were talking about, and I think – for me one it was the fact that you were being curious like authentically curious um, your spirit is is bigger than your than than the the confines of your article and that was a part that was the thing that I was telling folks like I wish that folks got to hear the conversation because it was such uh, for me it was so enlightening to to find out what the heart and spirit of Lincoln is behind the the black and white ink that you that you read on a a day-to-day or weekly basis. But then you start going into the history of this town and the people who are involved, and that's where I leaned in because you love, this, you love this town.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: You love this town. And that comes off and that confirms and reaffirms that, you know what, this is the right place to do this. So I'll ask you this again before we get into the nuts and bolts, but why do you love this town so much? That's a... You know, that's a really
0: good question. Um, I moved here to go to college, to go to the university, and, you know, went to school, and then I was in D.C. for a while, and I love D.C. too. Those are probably... That that, that might have been one of the bonding moments. Yeah. we, We hit that. And those are probably my two favorite places in the world, actually. And there's something about Lincoln that I just always felt like you know, somehow I fit here. Mm-hmm. But there's also something about Lincoln. I've always said that Lincoln have, is a small town that's also a big city at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, and you can be connected with the whole community here. It's not that huge that you can't be connected and you can't go to you know, do the football stuff, but also go to the lead center or do this or do that. Right. Where you and once you settle into a place and you get to know, in my view, people, either you're going to like it, you know, either going to settle there and and you're going to want to be there or you're, you'll head down the road. Well, I've had multiple opportunities to go elsewhere not recently but you know uh and i just i'd go and i'd like no i i just don't i don't
1: want to live in fort worth okay (laughs) i i I, and i understand what you mean by that like i understand what you mean by that i what i found was that there are some authentic people here with big town thinking but little small town hearts Mm -hmm. right and it makes it it's close enough and confined enough that it's hard not to be authentic in it. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're bogus in this, in this thing, people are going to figure it out pretty quick, pretty quick. Right. Oh, absolutely. So the fact that people have reached out and said, first of all, you've got a, you've got a nation of folks behind you who, who love your work and who, 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 Ride with your work. I was like, like well, listen, DP, this is a big deal. Kent's gonna sit with you. This is a big deal. He's he's part of the pulse and heartbeat of this of this town. And I went, wow. And then as you said, you've traveled enough to know good when you see it. Uh-huh. So when you see it here, it's a little bit louder, it's a little bit brighter, um, and it matters a little bit more to the core of the people who live here. Do we cross the line between sports and community here, too much.
0: I think not. Okay, actually, and the reason I say that is, it's, I, 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 the there, it, sports is the one thing that I can think of, not, that still exists mm-hmm. that unifies mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter what your political affiliation is Mm -hmm. when you're, you know. Side by side on a Saturday at Memorial. Exactly. Right. Exactly.
1: Right. That, That sports has done that. Sports does that. Name me something else that does that. There's only there's only two uh, I've said all along that music oh music music sure. tends to be music yep. and sports are the two things that will cross barriers and blend recipes pretty quickly in yep. America and always that, have, and what do I write about right like <laughs> those things and, that, and and that's unique we were talking about before the show you're talking about different concerts coming to to Lincoln and that there are machines behind them Absolutely that draw that do you think most people are aware of how these deals... Oh,
0: no, absolutely not.
1: Right? So, you were telling the story. So, George Drake coming to Lincoln. Big deal. Big deal. A lot of money. A lot of money. And it took um,
0: maybe five years to get this show. Because, you know, George retired. Mm-hmm. And now he does these sort of, from touring, and he does these sort of, he did a Vegas residency, and he does these one-off shows, Mm -hmm. and he does, like, stadiums. Mm -hmm. Well, they worked for years and years and years just to get him to book a show here. Yeah. Okay? That isn't, you know, people don't understand that. And on the opposite side of the coin, the Snoop Show got put together in two
1: weeks. (laughs) Which Just to tell you, I haven't been around the country on 420. I can tell you getting Snoop on 420 is like you getting the Academy Awards in Lincoln. Absolutely. Like, there are so many pieces that have to fall together in a short window to get an event that is a national caliber event here at Lincoln. In two weeks. In two weeks. And it's going to, it hasn't sold out yet, but. It will. It will. Yeah.
0: You know, and that's you know and the straight show obviously sold out at really high ticket prices which is what the his prices are everywhere
1: which is but the thought that lincoln would pay said prices
0: yes and that is if there's been a change in the lincoln community culture culture yeah. for music for concerts mm-hmm. it's that they will people here now will Pay the price that that sort of national price, you know, where, you know, they're not people aren't going to flinch at a one hundred dollar concert ticket where it's a one off. It's a one off deal. But in the past, Lincoln was notorious for not wanting to pay any money for shows. And that hurt. And with the and it's been the arena has been there nine years now. And that's kind of changed everything, along with the pinewood. But it really has made a big difference, and that brings the community together in the same way as you said earlier, as the sports do. But music goes away, right? You know what I'm saying? You're not it's with cyclical, yeah. Well, no, you're not with those people, right? You go to the concert, and then you may they're never, gone. They're gone you got football or basketball you or know whatever them, you, you know them you're and it's a constant and people are going to the games They're you know they're talking it it lasts well football here for some reason is a 365 day a year whatever <laughs> like it, it is like
1: breakfast it yeah. is like breakfast it's going to happen here yeah so then i'll ask you the, the 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 question that leads to when you talk about these venues and the the fan base and what it wants and what it doesn't want. The elephant in the room is is, is beer. And the elephant in the room will come out for the first time
0: this weekend at Pinnacle for the Big Ten Wrestling.
1: So Saturday, they've got four sessions Saturday. Correct. From 10 a.m., I believe the championship's at 4 o'clock. Correct. And PBA will sell beer. Now, there's no – like the – the lines the beer lines are up, like they're there, right. Like, you've got the machines right. in place, so we'll see how functional this is now, as Husker fans will tell you, their issue with PBA has been do you, are the concessions up to up to par the and the
0: issue there is the employment shortage. They just can't get enough people.
1: so how do you handle how do you think they handle an added value item? I can tell you exactly how they're going to handle it.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, They are selling only uh, one canned beer and one draw beer, right? Oh,
1: so it's one. Okay.
0: So you can either get this or that. You're not going to get 8 billion choices, Mm -hmm. which lets you move the lines faster. And they are going to have...
1: How do I put? Are there gonna be kiosks that they're gonna have? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So it's not gonna be necessarily at the hamburger line. It, it's right. gonna be behind them at a kiosk. Yes, that's okay. exactly
0: the way to put okay. it. Okay. so they'll be able to handle it. And the assumption is, and I believe they're correct on this. This is not going to be like a concert where everybody's getting the beer at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Because you go to a concert, everybody goes to the beer lines. Before the show, at the intermission, you know, you go thirty minutes into the show, you walk right up because everybody's in. This is not going to be the same way. It's going to come in, come in over the course of the day. The assumption being that they aren't going to sell a lot of beer at ten o'clock in the morning, but they might at one o'clock in the afternoon.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm going to be paying attention at ten o'clock to see what. uh, It's wrestling. Like there are people who. They're going to walk in the door, and that's what they're going to want to do. This is an event for them. This is their Super Bowl, so or this is their Big Ten Conference championship. So it's a big deal, and people will be watching. What other things should we be looking for at PVA on Saturday with beer sales? Like, the amount of beer. Will we get reports on how much beer sold? I, I, I would suspect I will, won't
0: get a full, you know, they won't tell me to the nickel, but I will get a pretty good idea of, of how much they're sold. I think the main thing
1: to look for is that it's not a big deal, right? In this very space, until Saturday, it won't be a big deal. Yep. Sunday, it may be a bigger deal. Sunday, it may be a bigger deal, but Sunday, it may be
0: everything went fine. Somebody, people, everybody had, you know, the people that wanted had a beer went home. And that's the whole, the whole deal on this is. You know, people are saying, oh, there's going to be beer in Memorial Stadium. Okay. Even if they decide tomorrow mm-hmm. that they want to sell beer at Memorial Stadium, I'm guessing it's a minimum of two years before they could even think about it because they have no infrastructure. You're not going to run kegs all over the place, so you, you, they don't have lines running you, you would that. need.
1: You would almost need 50 beer kiosks. Just to begin, and where are you going to put them in that old stadium? In that old stadium, rolling kiosk, corner facilities, where the cash is protected. It'll all have to be electronic. Like it, th- there are reasons that this will be a difficult launch. Exactly,
0: and you know what else? They don't have
1: enough restrooms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Absolutely true. true. Absolutely is- true. Yeah, yeah. That that's a thing. <laughs> Uh, Kent Walbert, Lincoln, Lincoln Journal Star. That leads us to spring game, and it's a it's a, it's an early date this year, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, they started spring, spring football in February, so early on, um, turf renewal or removal or installation, whatever it's going to be later in, in the fact of this uh, uh, later this spring. But does that affect the crowd? At the, spring, At the game? spring game, I think absolutely yes. Right, I mean the huge difference between the seventy four that we're gonna we're gonna roll with, or the forty four that we're gonna, gonna roll with.
0: with. Yeah, I mean, you when is that spring game? March, April, 9th? or April 9th. April 9th? You could get a forty five
1: degree day. Right. So, how does this play off then? Because this, does this temper the crowd, the normal Kool Aid crowd that gets behind spring games and treats it like you know? Super Bowl, like spring Super Bowl?
0: I think what it does, okay, is <clears throat> the crowd, the family that brings the kids because they don't get to go to right. games, mm-hmm. they're still going to show up, all right? Okay. They're going to be there, okay. and you're sort of hardcore, you know, we got to go see the 68th string <laughs> uh, <laughs> Right? Like, Our, uh, they'll be there. Yeah. It's that in the middle, right? The as you say, the sort of Kool Aid crowd, right, right. and I don't know how they're going to react, and I don't know that in part because I don't know exactly how to say this. They, are, I think, some people almost feel burned by all the uh, win in the off season, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be great, and they go down and see the game, the spring game, and get all. Jacked up, and then come come September, maybe not so great. And I think uh, I think that uh, I think that's starting to have an impact. Well, and I think you might see that hit the spring game.
1: It's fan based PTSD, where you you have you, just you've been b- bombarded by it, and if it doesn't give you it doesn't give you the payoff, it becomes frustrating. But I'll ask you, where do you stand on it, you personally? On the spring game? Yeah. My thought on the spring
0: game for uh, however many years that I've gone to this thing is it's practice. And you know what AI
1: says? <laughs> We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Not a game. <laughs> uh, not a game. <laughs> not, not a, a game. <laughs> not a game. That's fantastic. Cause I really like I tried to I, I try to be the 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 reader of the, of the temperature of the room rather than setting the pace of it, so I'm trying to understand where Husker fans are in this thing. I know how meaningful it is for the fan base to be able to breathe in football. How important is it to is this spring going to be? This spring game going to be to the Haymarket? Oh, uh, all of that. St- the Haymarket. All of those places have real. Okay,
0: fortunately, Lincoln didn't get killed by the pandemic on, you know, yes, some restaurants closed, yes, some places, but not like many cities, okay? Right. All of these events are starting to bring everything back. Mm -hmm. The Haymarket spring game isn't the equivalent of a football game for those places, a real game okay. in part because it's so much of a family event and in part because there's not a lot of tailgating and a lot of that going on right so it's a really good day for them no matter what and you know and there are specific establishments that i don't need to name right that will do extremely well because of their association with husker sports okay and that what that is it's just this boost in and it's coming early for them which is probably good honestly and it will help the hay market's big issue to me and i don't know how they solve it is they get people down there before football games after football games they get people down there before bigger events at pba whether it's men's basketball uh, concerts now, I guess a little bit. Women's basketball is drawn enough yes. that you're gonna you're gonna do some yes. some business down there. But the rest of the time, it's pretty vacant.
1: Yeah. Well, I think they've lost the pandemic. They lost the student body mm-hmm. traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the athletes have to to shut down in order to not engage. A- absolutely. Right. No, don't take the risk. Can't do it. Um, so I think that's a big part of it as well, and that, that's being missed. But I do want to ask, why? what's the bridge between having the spring game be a tailgate event? Um, what's stopping it from being a tailgate event? That's a good uh, – two things, I think,
0: and I don't know that it's stopping, but one is we're we talking talk cultural, mm-hmm. right? It just never has been. Well, you know that I'm
1: a fan of shaking culture. Yes. Well, <laughs> I'm a fan of shaking it up. And and, and I, to me, I think it's, it's a missed opportunity. Mm hmm. And now, and. Right, because what, what, what better way can the average fan who doesn't get access get access? Yes. Like, make the players accessible during the spring. And that, to me, is something they should do. Right? Like, I think that. Absolutely. So we're, we're, we're working on that, but I, 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 just to me, it seems like a missed opportunity.
0: I, I, I agree. I agree completely, and and that accessibility, okay, this is not an exact parallel, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you, well, I got my Raiders hat right. on, all right? Why am I a Raiders fan, okay? I'm, uh, I think I was 10, the centennial of, of Nebraska. Somehow, some businessmen in North Platte, out by where I grew up, managed to talk the Denver Broncos into having a preseason game at North Platte High School, of all places. And they played the Raiders. Uh-huh. And I made my mom, who is a... My mom is a huge sports fan, still. 93, and the calls, I get, what station is that <laughs> g- g- on? Hi, mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, mom. It's on ESPN, two, Mom. Uh, uh. Uh, and so... She takes me up there. I don't remember the score of the game. I don't remember anything like that. After the game, they let the kids go out and talk to the players and meet the players, and I got these autographs. Sort of, I've been a Raiders fan since that day. Yeah. That's the kind of connection that I think is important. And it you know, doesn't have to be a little kid to have that connection. No, but it's so for I the, think grown-ups, it, the grown-ups. The yeah. grown-ups carry it with them, too. Yeah. And I think that's some of what's gotten away a little bit here is that personal connection that you get with
1: you know with these guys. It's my hope that as the advancement goes, and because we've been engaging football players on a more regular basis in this station, that the opportunities seem to be elevating. There seem to be more opportunities to do it. And the players themselves are talking, well, well geez, we'd like to do like a Friday tailgate. and invite down the media and invite down fans to meet. And I just thought, well, that would make more sense. Like, my my whole thought is at some point April 8th that Kent Wongamot and the Pipeline guys are sitting in the same room (laughs) just talking. (laughs) Yeah. Just talking. Which does not happen anymore. Well, again, like I said, I I think the opportunity for fans to get to know the student-athletes for the journalists and the media to get to know the, the student athletes and vice versa mm-hmm. and vice versa. So that when they see you, they will be willing to be authentic with you because you deserve that. Mm-hmm. And the more authentic they are, the easier the stories, the stories become. Kent, we'll throw it to break. When we come back, I, I do want I want to talk about the conversation that we had about the sports culture here and what the ticket can do to help, make it thrive. And I'll ask you some sincere questions about what can be done along the way in the future here in Lincoln, Nebraska. So we'll throw the break. One-on-one, more on 93.7 The Ticket.
0: Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com.